2: Ah, all right folks, welcome to the Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170.
3: The answer.
2: Segment brought to you by Alpha Site Logistics if you're doing anything out in the desert or Imperial Valley, you need to contact Alpha Site Logistics, especially if you're in need of portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, uh, shade trailers, dumpsters and a whole lot more. Call them at 760-362-8383. That's seven six zero three five two eight three eight three, and tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ AM 1170. All right, so what's yeah. kicking, kids?
3: Mm, it was a fabulous week this week in San Diego with uh-huh. the heat and the humidity and occasional rain flash flooding made for a very one wonderful week around town, in my opinion.
4: I I felt kind of uh, low energy all week. Yeah. you very much. Um, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. I don't even know if we'll get it all in. Probably not. Uh, there's the bill SB 894 mm-hmm. I want to discuss. Surveyed routes by superstition. Side by side debris penetration. The Consumer Product Safety Commission is looking at fixing a problem that I didn't know existed. Uh, there's going to be a meeting for uh, local groups planning uh, the, the cu- upcoming desert season, cleanups, and other events like that. Uh, geothermal at Superstition Mountain. Uh, interesting uh a terrible four-wheel drive uh recovery accident happened um Mm -hmm. and there's a problem at Oceano Dunes uh friends of Oceano Dunes are being slandered maybe by a newspaper
3: yeah I um I saw that article come out and I saw Jim City's response to it and and I didn't feel that it was a, a correct article when I read it. Um, knowing knowing what we do, being somebody who puts on a nonprofit raffle and having to pull permits and stuff, um, the San Luis Obispo uh, Times paper came out um, and basically said that Friends of Oceana Dunes was doing some illegal fundraising with some online uh, raffle. But it's not a raffle. It's an online sweepstakes. They work with a company to... Uh, put on the sweepstakes. And I, and I feel that for as long as they've been fundraising, they know how to do it correctly, you know, and, and that. Yes.
4: So can I back up and tell the audience what we're talking about? Yeah. So when, when a nonprofit holds a raffle, and by the way, when, when you do a raffle in California, it can only be a nonprofit organization, like, like a school, a church, or an organization like SDRC. There are rules you have to follow. And one of the rules is you cannot sell raffle tickets over the Internet. That's a fundamental hard rule. So you can't say, okay, send me money, like give me your credit card, and I'll send you a ticket. You're not allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. And and so Friends of Oceana Dunes has been doing some raffles.
3: Sweepstakes. Sweepstakes. They're not called raffles. Opportunity
4: drawing. So there's different words for it. Mm -hmm. And regardless of the word, if the way you do it, falls under the, a certain category, you might get lumped into that category. So what happened is they were uh, selling tickets and giving away a prize. And this, um, they got a letter from the state saying they may have done something wrong. Well, this, mag, this newspaper saw the letter and wrote a, a fairly scathing article of throwing Jim Sooty and Friends of Oceana Dunes under the bus,
3: I almost feel like, and like and I, this is my personal opinion on it. I almost feel like somebody went around and purposely threw it out there, uh, almost like a whistleblowing thing, because because the article goes into their taxes, and and you know we have to publish our taxes when we when we do it. If, it, it. if you can, anybody who wants to see ours, you can you can request copies of it. We have to provide it with you. That sounds like somebody did. Somebody looked through their entire tax documents and said. I think that they're doing this illegally, I think. And then I think that they took it to the Department of Justice, and then the Department of Justice was unsure because the letter from the DOJ is a blanket letter. It's not accusing them of anything. It's not saying they have to provide them with anything. It's just saying, "Hey, by the way, remember you can't do this. We're this is illegal." At you
4: and this is how it should be done. Yes,
3: basically. And and it's not asking for them to provide information. It's not asking for because they didn't do anything wrong. And, and in my opinion, the DOJ knows that they didn't do anything wrong. But somebody is trying to make it look like they did.
4: That, that article sure makes them look bad. Like they really it, – it, it's almost like they've been convicted and, and now they're like – Saying, ha-ha, you shouldn't have done it that way. Well,
3: I really hope it gives Friends of Oceana Dunes um, um, some sort of retribution to come back and file a defamation or a slander lawsuit against um, the...
4: They have a number of lawsuits running now. And I really
3: and hope that they get they a, a retraction written
4: for...
2: And you're surprised that this is happening.
4: Kind of, because it's... well. Why would you be Because surprised? it's not legal. They subject themselves
2: are a thorn in my side and I want to shut this down beach like, area down sh- and you won't get out of my hair. I'm just going to kill you. I'll just, and, I'll well, wipe friends you friends out. Friends of Los
4: has 18 lawsuits running no, but right you see, now. But you see, so it, why not one more for slander?
2: Well, because they, this could very easy. Well, well you can do it if you want to spend the money, but you tell me, uh, show me the percentages of newspapers that get sued that you win.
4: I I don't follow that.
2: I can I, tell you right now it ain't happening. I mean and look uh, at uh I mean uh, what's his name Sandman? They just threw his whole court and he was suing CNN and MSNBC for the slander. Which one is that? He was the guy that um was the standing 18-year-old? in front of the Indian and the Indian was beating the drum in his face. You I don't, don't remember know. that? No. You don't remember it either? I don't
3: know which one that one is.
2: Yeah. Wow. Br- Brendan knows.
3: Brendan, what is it?
2: But I mean, he sued him, and CNN paid two hundred fifty million dollars to make it go away. But he went after the other other uh, TV stations.
3: Yeah, the the oh, I can't hear you. Sorry, wrong button. Uh, yeah, the story goes that he was not he was protesting, and then this Native American guy comes up to him. Literally, like straight up, right in his right face—not face. even a center, a centimeter between them. Right, just and beating a drum, beating him. a drum, annoying him and everything. And the guy shoves him, and then that becomes the whole court right. case from that point. Right. Because he's only egging him to do that, this right. sort of thing. And I couldn't agree with you more. Slander is one of the hardest things it's to so prove. Hard. Yeah, because so they can hard. easily say,
2: "Oh, it's freedom of
3: speech." And
2: oh yeah, it, it turns. out. Well, I can out say, that- name a name a newspaper that's lost in court or Not- a TV. Well, I can't think of anything. They right don't now. lose.
3: Well, well, what would it do with this? Like they are, they are legitimately attacking friends of Oceana Dune's fundraising sources. They are saying that they are doing illegal fundraising, and that and that we basically they were, should well, not the, be. The
4: evidence the, is the article, and the article is there. Like this shoving match is a different thing because it, there's subjectivity involved. But here we have an article, so I'm. I think Jim will give it, bring it to the lawyer, and they'll say, "Well, do we have a good, a good shot at, at winning and, this? And, and if they don't, they're going to let it go, and, and he'll, he'll say do, no." Yeah, well, I mean the the court,
3: I, the court ruling that said this was saying you can't see fire in a public area. Right. That is the basis we got of this whole slander exactly. sort of thing. So based on that, it's so open ended. Well, they didn't hurt
2: anybody. The newspaper didn't hurt anybody. Nobody died. There was it wasn't it wasn't you know putting uh, Oceana Dunes in a, in a dangerous situation where people are going to be injured. It's just their opinion. Which, it's a newspaper. Now, the, the interesting thing would be to check the history of this newspaper and see if it's a fish wrap like the UT. Mm. Now, if it's, a very, yeah. if it's a very down the middle of the road, not conservative, not liberal newspaper and gives true, honest stories, which you know as well as I do, this <laughs> is not even close to being the case, because you know they're a liberal uh, newspaper, and they're being armed... By the people that are trying to close down Oceana Dunes, and this is just another tool that they're going to try. I mean, they're just trying to throw as much mud on Oceana Dunes as they can. Hopefully, if enough gets thrown on them, somebody's going to take them out, or the group at Oceana Dunes are going to quit.
3: And that, I don't see that. I don't foresee that happening at all. I don't see Jim giving in. in any and way. it'll go
2: personal if this doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It'll go personal. It'll go right after him. You watch. It'll go after oh, yeah. him and the board his members. His family. And for you, you cannot be naive when you're dealing with people that want to shut you down. You Especially
3: just can't. to this extent. I right. mean, they they. There's a
2: lot of money involved.
3: There's a lot of money involved there and in what they want to do and what they want to change right. that location to do. And right
2: now the courts they're not on the the conservative side no they're not at all i mean do you think that part
4: of california no No.
2: all those lawsuits that are up there do you think i mean how long has oceana dunes been fighting the fight
3: one of the judges Mm, is currently under investigation for being biased against See, that's my whole
2: that's my whole point and this is it's it's a it's a cut and dried case the land was given to us yep and discussion
0: yeah
2: it's over don't come make up all these things. Well, no different than moving next door to a racetrack or an airport and saying it's too noisy and it's too dirty. So I'm going to sue you and hand, close your entity down so I can have a peaceful
4: Saturday afternoon. Well, I, we wish friends of Oceanidans the best. It's this. just
2: going to cost them even more money to litigate if it if they decide to do it. And I think if they're smart, they just go the high ground. If I write a letter about you and, and, and say all kinds of terrible things about you, Ed, then you have a choice to come after me. Is it worth it? I personally take the high ground. It's going to go away in a day or two and just keep trucking along, doing what you're doing. Take that letter from DOD, say, oh, okay, well, let me, until it's a letter that says we'll see you Thursday at four in the <laughs> afternoon, bring your all your tax paper, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. You got to get thick skin, yeah, thick, especially. If I you're, was
4: thinking if, the same thing. You need thick skin to if be. You're going to get into
2: the politics of the world, and to me, I would I would consider this newspaper article a badge of honor. Yeah. That means that, that you're making them, going after you. Oh hell yeah, you're making them nervous. Yeah. You're making the other side that have spent billions, billions trying to shut this territory down, billions, and they haven't got it yet. Yeah. so mm-hmm. that's th- this is just a major embarrassment on their part so now they got to look for another ang- angle all right let's take a quick break you listen to sdorc dirt radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer all right folks welcome back to sdorc dirt radio fm 961 am
3: 1170
2: the answer wayne miller tire looking for a good set of tires For your uh, golf cart all the way up to your tractor trailer, Wayne's got them all. All you have to do is take a run out and uh, talk with the boys. Tell them what you're going to do with your vehicle, which is always helpful. Don't go with the cheapest tire. Go with the tire that's going to do the job you're wanting it to do. If you're a commuter, ask for a long-range tire. If you're somebody that just putts around in town, ask for a short-range tire. Make sure they understand what you're going to do with that car, and they will sell you the right tire. And the phone number is?
3: 619-596-2800.
2: So we were talking about Oceana Dins. We probably had a better show off air than on air. (laughs) My rule of thumb is that when somebody is attacking you, and they're trying, and they are attacking you because you're doing something that they don't want you to do, doesn't make them right, but, you know, don't get into the fray. Don't get into the fray. Talk to a lawyer. Trust me, lawyers will look at it and they'll say, you don't have anything here. So just let them holler, scream and jump up and down and, and scream and then move on because then they're going to go, yeah, they're not doing anything. Okay, let's find something else to go after them. And I, I, I truly believe that's what it is. Yeah. They've been fighting this fight for 20 years. So ignore the yeah. letter. If anybody reads it, just ignore the letter. Yeah. You know?
4: And and just, just to friends of Oceana Dunes, just make sure all your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed and you do everything just right. And, and next then time he should forward. have had,
2: what? what's his face, call in today.
3: Jim. Oh, Jim. Yeah, He wasn't available today. Yeah, but so maybe, maybe in next, the next Sunday. Week, yeah, maybe in
4: and the next say, week. Or one of his directors. Not to defend it,
2: but to give us a skinny as to what are they accused. Because if you get it from the horse, that way all of the conjectures and all of the rumors go away.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
2: So, okay. But 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 like I said, as long as I've been doing radio with you guys, and I've been waiting for this <laughs> shoe to drop.
3: You know, I, I think with the most recent lawsuits that they filed in March of this year, with the quiet title lawsuit, where the quiet title means if the land was used like that for for years mm. before and for over a hundred years, it's been used in the same manner that they, that they can't take Plus it away they're from them. Winning their lawsuits, so, and they're winning their lawsuits. Uh, they're see,
2: winning, and that, winning. If I so. was going after them, if I if persim- they're losing
4: that way, they're gonna. Well if shift I was the-
2: if I was on the other side and I'm losing and you're winning, I'm gonna find another tactic. Yeah, which is which is tactics. of
3: course attacking your finances and your way to pay then for the be, lawsuit.
2: Then to it's for. gonna be your personal. Yep. You know? Then yep. it's gonna be if that doesn't work. I mean, trust me, the the dirty the dirty pool that they play today, because right now there's no repercussions. Yeah. There are no repercussions. In fact, when we get done here, let's go out and steal $899 worth of product. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm with you. Why wow, you're not going to jail? <laughs> I mean, what do you need? I you need still a, wouldn't
3: do it. You need my, a pr- my morals, my principles. I couldn't even look somebody oh in the God. eye. I wouldn't. Yeah, even but be you able need a keep.
2: hijacker jack. Let's go get one of those. Maybe an air oh
4: compressor. I heard. No, we'll just walk in, steal it, and walk out. To
2: and Walmart doesn't
4: do anything anymore. No, no, nobody. Nobody does. does. But I'm, see, that's. I'm the, just. I know. I know because you're
2: you're you're a good person. Terrified to do that. But the the guys that are doing this. This, these dirty deeds know there's no repercussion. Yeah. So you either are in just the like hole. Just like those
4: crackheads walking into Walmart. Well, exactly. They're just like them.
2: What are you talking about? They're going to Neiman Marcus. They're going to, <sighs> they're going <laughs> to the high end up on Rodeo uh, Drive and busting up their whole display centers and oh, stealing everything. Yep. And they're doing it just like as if you and I were to go buy something at 7-Eleven and pay for it and leave. They're just walking out the door. Because they can. And uh, and these guys going after Oceania Dance, they know they're not going to get in any kind of trouble. That newspaper.
4: They, yeah.
2: And they could care less. There's no...
4: They're re- in the business, right? They know which words to put so that it makes it look bad, but they yeah. haven't crossed that legal boundary <laughs> of slander. Yeah. We'll, we'll just stay a quarter of an inch on the right side of slander. So we'll say a lot and of stuff. But you, then we'll, at the end, we'll say it's alleged. And if they ever cross that line to slander,
2: they should not even be in the newspaper business because those people know that line. They're professionals.
4: They know what they're doing. Well, they
2: know the line. Are they honest? No, but they know the line. Are there advertisers helping them to do it? They don't care. The advertisers don't care. They just want some. In fact, the advertisers probably look at this story as a bonus for circulation, because we're talking about it, right? I'm so, glad we oh, didn't everybody mention, wants to look at this magazine. Well, I'm glad we didn't. And I was. I'm glad we didn't mention the name of the newspaper.
4: Nope. I I can't even remember it.
2: Well, good, because I don't want anybody to go look for it, uh-huh. because that's what they're hoping for. You know, that's like when the view, yeah, you know, and, uh, what's her face says something totally stupid, then everybody goes and clicks the view on the next day to see if, uh, oh, and
4: they get a big spike in... And-
2: yeah, to see if any of those girls uh, are going to say something you know, derogatory or provocative or what have you. It, it's it, it, The whole key is you don't even bring it up. I mean, I'm not having a problem with it today. I mean, because I think it's important to know that there are people trying to attack a good cause, which is Oceania Dunes. But the general rule of thumb is sometimes not saying a word is more damaging to the person that's attacking you than saying something. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah.
4: That's a good point. Maybe there's nothing you can say that can improve your position because you threw emotions
2: into it because this is an emotional topic for you.
4: Oh, I got, I got royally. Well, sure, yeah.
2: Well, of course, because it's an emotion. I back. <laughs> but see,
4: and that's- I ex- got her in a headlock. But that is <laughs> exactly swimming.
2: what they wanted it to do. That newspaper yeah. article was exa- did exactly, because it got the whole off-road community in an uproar. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and the people that- Because how many people and, and in they, the general public hate Oceana Dent?
4: None. Nah. In the general not that, public. Not that many. But they, there's a few that really hate it, a lot of people that don't care, and a whole bunch of us that love the place.
2: And how many people go there when it's open? I
4: don't know. About 1.2 million visits a year.
2: But if they could throw mud some way, somehow, to hopefully turn or affect that 1.2, 1.3 million, then they did their job. But unfortunately, it's not going to even... It's not even a scratch-the-surface. What's the circulation of this newspaper? Nine?
4: None. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nine.
2: Well, yeah, and it's, it's in an area. It's, it's where in a it's small in a, town. Well, a very small town. I mean, like if Alpine had a newspaper. <laughs> oh, it does. Alpine Sun. Oh. And you wrote a derogatory mar- remark in there about somebody.
4: Who's going to see it? Exactly. So that's right. where
2: you, cooler heads prevail.
4: You don't. That's see, a good point. Yeah. i would never heard of that mm-hmm. newspaper.
2: Well, exactly. Neither has anybody
4: else. I mean, maybe we'll send a, an article to the editor. I or wouldn't no, the don't editor? even, they're don't
2: gonna, even,
3: yeah, anything. they're not even going to pro- pu- well, publish anything we have to Even if they say. did,
2: oh boy, all right, we got controversy now, you know, ooh, ooh Yeah. And legally they have to almost, if it's, a, and it would have to come from Oceana Dunes. I hope, he he just says, not even worth the paper to write it on. Mm. Yeah. But we just got to keep that in, in in context, and it's okay to talk about it on radio because we're not giving the newspaper the credit that they're looking for, thinking that they've done some, you know, deep dive news article where they've found this crooked bunch of, you know, off roaders that are dopers, and that they, they just, you know, none of the above, none of the above. So we'll All let right. that one slide. But it wouldn't well, hurt then. if you want, you know, at least offer it to him and see if he wants to, you know, a platform to talk about it. But I got, I'll bet you almost a dollar. He's, he's not, not going to want to do it because he, okay. he doesn't want to shine any more light on it than
4: there already is
3: that's so. understandable
4: that's true i'll ask him if he thinks a letter from us would help or hurt and he can help decide
2: yeah well like i just first off i wouldn't even do a letter that means you got to sit down and write something just say hey you want to go on air and talk about the the letter and he mm-hmm. goes nah i don't want to do it okay fine if there's anything you, okay. we, you need from us just let us know we'll see yeah so what else mm-hmm.
4: Okay, there's a bunch of little things. Uh, just te- SB- te-
2: tease it for the next segment. What do All you got right. coming
4: I want out? to talk about four wheel drive uh, uh, recovery and tr- and training and what can go wrong when you get stuck. Where do you go to school for that? Uh, Tom Severin has a, a school in San Diego and LA. Really, he has a, a, a column like mine in SNS Offroad Magazine. He has a website and he has regular classes for recovery and off road really? vehicle like four wheel drive uh yeah. training. Yeah. So he does that. Well how, we need to get him on the show. Where is he me. located? I'm not sure. I I did meet him once just at the Off Road Motorsports Hall of Fame. There was a guy there and I was standing next to him at the drink line. I said, "Oh, what what brings you here?" And he goes, "Oh, I'm, you know, blah blah blah." And I Cuz that'd be a good My segment. article is right next to yours. Well, actually, that'd be a yeah, good segment really,
2: on KUSI too. I mean, hell, we're in. He
4: could bring a four by in there and say, "This is what we do to pull yeah, yeah, it out." Yeah, yeah, All yeah, right, yeah. No, that's him-
2: a great idea. And then have him do some radio. You well, know, because I mean, if, the, if he's
3: interested it says in that, he's up out of Redondo Beach on here, but it says that he is an international four wheel drive trainer, certified right. professional trainer for right. all sorts uh-huh. of
2: That nobody knows driving. anything well, about. So, so let's somebody put him on the only off road show in <laughs> Southern
4: California. Right. Yeah. And
2: give him some love.
4: A yeah, guy, definitely. Two days ago, emailed info at SDRC, or just our email address, and he said, uh, I have a four-wheel drive. I'd like to learn how to use it. Okay, so and let's I- talk
2: about that when we come back because we are going to take a quick break right here on Storc Dirt Radio. FM one AM
3: 1170.
2: The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to S.D.O.R.C. Dirt Radio. FM one AM 1170.
3: The Answer.
2: The segment's brought to you by PRMI Mortgage. If you're looking to refi, Maybe you're going to, uh, you're in the military and you want to buy a house for a dollar. Yes, you can get them for a dollar. Or if you want to do reverse mortgage or anything in the financial world when it comes to homes, Chris Wiley is the man. PRMI Mortgage. He's a motorcyclist. He's an off-roader. He's a Second Amendment advocate. I mean, he's everything you'd want and somebody you can trust. And he's a family man, too. Phone number is
3: 619-722-1303.
2: And San Diego Off-Road Magazine, if you've pulled the trigger and bought a Jeep or any kind of an off-road vehicle, you need to subscribe to San Diego Off-Road Magazine. SSORM.com. Super inexpensive. They come out monthly. Everything you'd ever want to know about the Imperial Valley product, uh, uh, legal issues with uh, Ed Stoven writing articles, plus other people writing articles. Just go to SSORM.com. Sign up. And uh, you won't regret it. Mm -hmm.
4: All right.
2: So you were talking before we went to break.
4: We were talking about uh, four-wheel drive recovery. People get stuck all the time. That's part of driving a four-wheel drive. When you're having fun, you're trying to do difficult things. And and sometimes you get stuck. And I've been stuck. Audrey's been stuck. Everybody Mm -hmm. that at Rick Moore has been stuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of us. I've gone with Amy Vollmer. She's been stuck, and uh, everybody's been. Everybody stuck. gets stuck. If you so
2: haven't gone anywhere, the only way you don't get stuck I, is you don't go anywhere.
4: You gotta. Yeah. That's a part of having fun. You and so test when you get limits. stuck, you always go with some. You go with somebody who can help you get out, and you need to. You need to do it properly because thing.
2: it can be the most dangerous I, experience
4: out I, there. I helped the guy get unstuck at Fiesta Island. And they were, uh, I was like, oh my God, you can't do it this way. They tried to make a train, right? Oh, God. And I'm like, no, you can't. Do-. Like, okay, take this one and put it on, and we'll have two separate lines. Okay. And they start putting the load. I go, you got to stand back. Stand. Like, I got really upset that guys are standing next to the high tension line. I'm like, yeah, what if losing that line my snaps? mind. If a line breaks, it whips and it, can- it, will, cut it you will cut you in half. Absolutely. So we got the guy out. Uh, but, these people had no idea about safe recovery. And Audrey just told me about a a, a terrible incident. Audrey, could you go over the details?
3: Um, well, as we all know, it's uh, been monsoon season out in the mountain ranges. And, you know, a lot of us are heading toward the mountains right now. And the it's desert. Too, it's it's too the too best hot.
4: time to be in the desert when it rains, even <laughs> it's if it's hot. T- it's
3: too hot and muggy to be down in the desert. So a lot of people are heading up towards the mountains. Well... Um, Unfortunately, a a family did the same thing and headed towards the hills out in Flagstaff, Arizona this week for a family adventure and husband and wife and two young kids. And um, they ended up getting stuck. The monsoons had come through and flash flood. Um, They were in a I think it was a twenty five hundred or a thirty five hundred dually four by four. Um, front and rear lockers, um, but it didn't matter. The mo- they were in a wash. The monsoons mm-hmm. had come and had flooded, and the wash had, had washed out and um, had become really muddy. So and he hid a, a section of it, and his truck just sank in, down past ha- over three quarters of the wheel, to the frame, in and the mud.
4: So he's sitting there he's, on the frame. All four wheels are spinning.
3: All four wheels are, are stuck in and, the mud.
4: And that um, happens.
3: Yeah, And it wasn't his first time, so he called his buddy out and they did a hookup recovery for him. Um, They decided to attach to the toe ball, Um, one of the worst places that you could possibly ever try to attach to. There's just no structural support in well, that. You need to have, you know, people, you have a D-ring on I the front of it. Was... The D-rings on the front, that's your frame. Those are usually welded to your frame, and you're attaching to your frame when you are doing that. It is big difference between, um, you know, around a part of your bumper or part of your toe ball or... But it uh,
2: needs to be towed out. Your wheel. Yeah, I've seen he needs somebody... To towed, he needs to be towed out back from where he came because you can't go to the front and hook the D rings and try to pull it through where you're stuck. So you've got to go back, but the problem is it's funny, you know, with all the modifications everybody does to their Jeeps. Yeah. That's the one you'd hardly see and that's big D rings on the, the back of it and D- welded yep. to the
4: chassis. How it, do you and yeah, to the make chassis. a strong attachment point? We well, yeah. don't so, do it you don't do it at the at the ball
3: so mine. So
4: what happened, Audrey? They, they
3: so this was uh, unfortunately somebody was trying to tow him out from the front and not from the rear, and and when they tried to tow him from the front, and they had attached into his front rings, um, but the person towing him out had attached onto their their tow ball hitch. So the trailer yeah. hitch, they the, put the
4: strap over the ball.
3: Yep. Yeah. Um, and worked it in that way. I don't know how they tied it on or anything along those lines. Um, but it, it ended up snatching, s- snapping the actual toe hitch in half. So not where it sticks into the truck where the pin is, but just in front of that so is where it had a weak point. Between the ball and the and, pin, yes. it just broke. Yep. Yeah, and 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 at and so least three to four the inches is. of of that square metal that goes into your tow hitch plus the ball part and the strap went full force back into the truck behind them and instantaneously killed the driver, um, right in front of his wife and two kids. So absolutely devastating story that happened this week. Um, and and this was not somebody that it, this is somebody who's been doing it for a long time. You know, I don't know if they were just hot, so they weren't thinking right. You know, I don't. I, I, who, I hate who's to say, to say it, this, how is, that, this is
2: when your number's up.
3: That plate, yeah. you know. This I mean, his truck was so up. far into the ground and so far done that he ha- would have had to have dug himself out him to get to a, a better hurt. attachment. It was the
2: guy that was trying to help him out. No, it was no, him. it was the
3: driver, was of, the the driver of the truck. It was the driver of the truck. That was stuck. So it,
4: it broke so on the tow vehicle, and it slung this. back into the stuck vehicle, went through the windshield, and hit him in the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So they had but better. If they pulling, had better attachment points because they attached here, to the front of his, and, this breaks, and they attached it go on this his. Way? They attached onto his D ring, right? If, so his D ring was structurally sound. His, they attached onto the front of his Dodge truck on his D ring. So oh, that, the
2: one trying to pull him
4: out?
3: N- no, no, no. no, that, no, no the no, no. stuck truck the is stuck a heavy
4: truck. truck. Had a good attachment point on the front. The other truck was in front of him, connected it to the trailer hitch ball. And the trailer hitch broke. Oh, trailer hitch. hitch
2: ball, not of the stuck truck, but the truck that was trying to pull him out. Yes, yes.
4: and that swung yeah. back into the stuck truck. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So that was a, uh, um, you know, when you read what stories like that,
4: horrible, horrible
2: tragedy. God. But, you know, I mean, that's a numbers situation. I'm sorry. And I, didn't, I I've, thought I've, I've if you're been, pulling a trailer, I've I guess it'd be pretty strong. In a similar situation a
3: where the stuck vehicle was so far stuck in the mud that we literally had to, like, try and dig mud, dig mud, get to you a know, point where we could attach because we had no good attachment. Points. You know,
4: Audrey, th- you're right because this was a heavy truck. Yeah. It's like a one ton truck, probably. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's a 2,500 or Heavy, dually. large truck. Mm-hmm. All four tires are sunk down in the... It would take a huge amount of force to pull that thing you out. You
2: just leave yeah. it and then come back. Just leave it, s- it when it dries. Yeah, when it's dry. Drive it, it out later. Come back it out. I mean, you got other vehicles around you that were... That were I don't know. I mean... take you back home.
4: We, yeah. we should ask uh, Tom Severin what the best yeah. solution is. He yeah. He's the one that has the four-wheel drive uh, rescue and recovery article in SNS. Offroad Magazine.
3: He's a master trainer. He is an international master trainer of recovery. So to have that con- title and carry that title <laughs> That's a cool title. That's huh? a pretty badass title. I hope I can At say. At least that. in our world. I hope <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean not everywhere, but between us, that's pretty cool. Well, in yeah. the recovery world, there is
2: no recovery. You have to recover. Yeah. There is no no recovery. I mean, you can't yeah. go up he- and say mm. In this situation, without bringing the right equipment in, which they should have winched it if they were going to do anything and use a come-along and get a two-to-one. But yeah. even
3: that, multi- if it would have been me there. and
2: I was rolled up on it, we'll come back in about
4: maybe a week. Yeah. I'm going to call this guy and see if he wants to call in the radio, maybe go on Dave's television show. Yeah, just book just I mean, him call up with it and and he's only Tell us, what it. would you do in this situation? Because this is interesting it's a horrible, inth- but I'd like to know what the right solution or see, a the, better solution would And here would we're be.
2: right back to square one again. People go out and buy all these off-road vehicles and there's no training. Mm-hmm. There's none. Mm-hmm. Not whether you're riding a side-by-side, mm-hmm. not whether you're riding really a motorcycle. I mean, well, yeah, there's Side-by-sides
4: need it. And there's something that's in the works for that. Uh, but if you go out and buy a Jeep, you go into the dealer. and I'd like it, this beautiful Jeep. Okay, there it is. Give me your money. Here's your money. Here's your keys. Well, like all those right. friends of Have mine I was telling
2: it. you about, they've lifted it. They got thirty sevens on it. They've
4: done all, and they've never been off road with it. So they just we, like the look. I hear that's called a mall crawler. They drive around the mall, look cool. Well, Maybe they I drive mean, over the
2: curb. It is what it is. But I mean, that's kind of where their heads are. But yeah, you I mean, but what about the people that get
4: it and like, all right, we're going to the desert, we're going to drive from here to there over. And Hill the first and thing Dale?
2: they do is they find a group that does this, well, go they, join the group. They should say, join a club. Yeah, when you want to the go Jeep out these Jeep clubs. Do this. Yeah.
4: Those guys, whether it's the outbacks, TDS, San Diego four-wheelers. Well, it's like
2: when you race at Barona Speedway, you just don't go out and race by yourself. You go out in whatever group that you're racing with. You start piling around with them. Mm-hmm. Maybe even then, go out a couple times before you buy the race car mm-hmm. to see if it's something that you're going to like or something that you're going to enjoy. Sure. But see, I—I I mean, I'm terrible. But for something like that to happen, that was numbers up. I had a situation. I was pulling a. <laughs> I was pulling a um, sixty-two ton tank out of a ravine (laughs) that was straight down about probably about a
4: tank with tracks and all everything
2: did knucklehead just drove right off the cliff and drove it straight down so we had to get it out Nighttime, so i have my tank so i ran my cable down and i did a two-to-one snatch block back hook to back up and i was bringing it up slowly but surely and his second lieutenant comes walking up to me and the front of my blade is right here, and he's standing here, and the cable's coming out of the center of my uh, pentle. I said, excuse me, will you please leave the area? Don't tell me what to do, troop. I'm a lieutenant. Mm-hmm. Sir, I am not going to tell you again. Leave the area. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have you court-martialed. And I turned all the lights off, and you can see the sparks coming out of this two-inch cable. Two inch cable. Oh my. Sparks were. Fl- I mean, it was like 4th of July. Wow. Turn the lights back on. He was gone. You didn't get court martialed?
3: <laughs> court
2: martialed <laughs> me. Then we had another guy, just like what you were talking about. Cable snapped. He was standing there. Cable went right through him. And he was still standing there. And then finally, the top section fell over.
3: This, uh, that just takes me right back to uh, one life trauma kits. You never know what's going to happen. Right. You never know. I don't know if the a one life trauma kit would work for that um, guy. I well, don't I have know. Come the, for the tourniquet. The <laughs> just in case backpack well, has a little bit more than the one life trauma kit. They're competitors against yeah. each other. Just in case backpack yeah. or the one life trauma <laughs> kit. Either way, I don't care. As long as you've got something just in your vehicle one. that you can well, have just in case there's an incident this, that you
4: need to use. Something exactly. not that extreme can happen.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> Let me tell you, when the when your numbers up, your numbers up. All right, we're going to take a quick break and listen to SDORC <laughs> Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, you got bugs? Well, I've got somebody that can fix it for you. K&J Termite and Pest Control. This is the time of the year, folks. All those little rascals are coming out. And uh, K&J are ready to take a look at your house. You know, they want to treat you like family, and when they come out, they'll give you an honest assessment. They may put you on a maintenance program. They may not. It depends on what you got. Give them a call at 619-441-7378, and thank them for supporting S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio. All right, so you got a few minutes. What do you want to finish uh, up with?
4: So I got an email from Bob Ham saying that the, the, the United States Consumer Products... Safety Commission is interested in looking at side by sides. Mm-hmm. Um, th- it's called debris penetration. Apparently, there's been some accidents where branches have been coming into side by sides, and there was okay. what? There was 107 incidents with six fatalities, and they're looking into it. And just in
3: the state of California?
4: No, this is national. Oh,
3: I'm. In so
4: us that. in California, like especially Audrey and I, who spend most of our off road time in the desert. We don't see a lot of branches coming at us.
3: I mean I do Corral Canyon and there's some manzanita bushes that's come in when I have my jeep door off and you know, they hurt. They can poke you pretty good. But you they're, see they're it tough coming branches. and you know that they're gonna be there. But, but, that's, so a, you...
4: but that's not like a long like a sword shaped thing that with a sturdy and, and so seen, if,
2: hasn't seen any manzanita lately. Has? Yeah, if,
3: it's if you say if you see, that's
4: the nastiest hunk of oh, wood. Oh, it's hard wood. I believe me, I, my hands have bled from manzanita. <laughs> um, I, definitely. But on the other side of the country and up in the forests where there's really a lot of sticks and and branches, I could see them coming in.
2: When I was in Kodiak, man, we were constantly bobbing and weaving, and, and the guy, the tour guide that took us out in you know, a side by side. Said that oh yeah I have to come out here on a regular basis and you can see where he had a chainsaw he just cuts the path and he we just cut the cut the path you know There's there was a yeah. couple of them where you know he needed to get out there and man we were ducking and bobbing and weaving and those branches you know if you're clipping along at about twenty five thirty miles an hour that so hurt. if
4: we're riding in, in in Audrey's jeep and there's branches like that they'll sort of bounce off or like, like you you have a pretty sturdy four wheel drive with. A strong windshield, strong doors. But these side by sides, they're they're open. A lot of people will have the doors are are just a metal frame, and there might be like a little net to keep your limbs in, and there's no windshield, and th- there's no side windows. So a branch could just come in and get you. So I I get it. I, I I've never really off roaded in those places, like in Kentucky or you know other parts of the country where there's a real. lot of stuff, or, or Pennsylvania or or. New Jersey, there's a lot of backcountry, a lot of trees. So I, I've never done that, but I, I'm i interested in this, um, what they're doing, and I intend to get comments in. And so what kind of comments? Well, so they're they're going to have recommendations, and then there's going to be rule changes. And are these rules going to be voluntary or mandatory? Right?
3: And speaking of mandatory, it's funny that that comes out right before that we're going to go up and fly up to Sacramento for our August 23rd uh, side-by-side uh, safety. Safety summit. Summit. It's
4: a big deal, this thing that Audrey and I were invited to. It's a closed meeting. I don't know how many people will be there, but it's like, I don't know if I've ever been to a closed meeting. Every well, meeting, I've ever, every commission meeting. They, I've been to they
3: did a really good job I was looking at um, the people that were cc would in the email on my portion of my portion of the email string and I'm seeing state park heads I'm seeing Bureau of Land management I'm seeing all sorts of, of users and stakeholders from different clubs but these are again active clubs if you are not active and partaking in then you did not get invited and you must be invited into this to attend this summit um, so if you have opinions and you want to talk about about it, by all means, please reach out to us. Info at sdrc. org. We'd like to hear your opinion prior to August twenty third, when we have to fly up for this. But it's funny that that now this new, um, you know, side by side debris that, penetration.
4: It's weird. The timing is interesting that yeah. it's the same time. So I'm planning to bring. Um, I'll bring the like I'll print out some of this stuff from the debris penetration stuff to bring up with us, and I also got a copy of the um, the the state uh codes the codes the laws that who's affect this,
2: who's putting this on
4: so the meeting in sacramento it's state parks
2: they have all the stuff you're going to bring up
4: they probably do because that's yeah. the whole
2: purpose of the meeting right
4: well yeah. they they don't they so a federal action and a state action are fundamentally different no, and I they understand. may not know about the other. others but, it's they all may about they may.
2: but if they're all talking safety
4: they probably know, but I don't guarantee it.
2: Well, I would say the only reason they're doing this is because of massive amounts of accidents from side
4: penetration. No, no, no. Our accidents are not penetr. Our accidents no, not, are vehicle to vehicle accidents. Yeah, but not our here.
2: accidents. But I'm just California
4: accidents are vehicle to vehicle, like side by side hitting. This is only ATV. California. Side by side hitting motorcycle, side by side hitting whatever. Okay, I just sent you a the, video of so exactly this is,
2: the same thing.
4: Yeah. So the California yeah. meeting that Audrey and I are, are going oh, to. Okay, so it's not nation. It's a California meeting yeah. for California problems, and there's going to be a California solution with legislation. I
2: can't wait to hear what that's going to be.
3: Yes,
4: but well, the, there's going to be legislation. Okay. And I, but what are they going
2: to do? They're going to put white lines in the desert.
3: You,
4: you stay no. on the right and i'm, I'm the very well, they, they, worried
3: to see what's going to come they, from i this, think but. they have an
4: open mind and they want to hear from us yeah and i've okay. already okay You've let me got. Te- let me tell you one of the things that i recommended you got seven and, minutes what would you and recommend? that that amy has brought up for me amy granite is that they these things have whip flags right atvs and side by sides get whip flags and they're on the back of the vehicle and when you're going up a hill, so one of the scariest things is you go up a hill and somebody's going up the other side. You can't see each other until it's too late. Well, the whip flag is, face, is leaning backwards. It's on the back of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really do any good. No. So I'm, I'm suggesting that they go on the front of the vehicle and lean forward a little bit.
3: Oh, to try and deflect the speed and, and well, the pushback. Just, so just when, when you're, you're coming fast, over the hill... The whip flag angles back, right? right? I because you're going part. slightly. You just
2: put little GPS warning devices on the front of every side by side. No,
4: seriously. And put a little thing in my helmet. Oh, my God, there's one up near up us. The hill,
2: you're heading up the hill. You know, to get your butt out of the gas.
4: I'm not sure about that. Do I want everyone to know where I am?
2: No, this is when you're coming up over a dune. I'm not saying five thousand mile range wow. i'm saying when you're coming up a dune yeah and there's oh. another one coming up and it should be on a motorcycle as well, well it and goes all in of my a helmet. sudden you hear beep beep beep, 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 beep 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 you you don't you don't stand
4: on it you either stop or, or, or so all the side-by-sides have a transmitter it's sending out a signal for a short distance say 50 yards i'm here it's all it's saying is I'm here. Beep, beep, beep.
3: I mean, 50 yards is... And I'm on my motorcycle is, is, and I'm I mean, coming... when we're going through camps and stuff, how, how do you, you turn it yards. on? How do you turn it okay. off? Because when you're going around camps and stuff, that's not far. That's that's too far. Well, that's that's too far. That means well, every time I'm you're driving around in, in camps and everywhere else, and, and when you're at the bottom of the hill, you're going around no, the hill, You're gonna. that's all you're going to hear the whole time. No, it's not
4: making a sound that everyone hears. It's making an electronic frequency like a radio wave, and you need to have a, a receiver... On your vehicle or in your helmet that hears it. Oh heck, I got it. Not just in. not just a
2: loudspeaker no, no, on the no, no, thing. No, no, no. That, that's close, what Audrey's thinking. The both sensors go off and kill the motors.
4: <laughs> I wouldn't go for that. Not I on would. a motorcycle. Are you? Kidding? I'm riding and all of a sudden the engine just quits. Well, it could throw me off.
2: The reason it's quitting is because there's probably something just over the hill that's going to kill you.
4: <laughs>
2: I'm just saying. Yeah, Wait, not, do you see some of the ideas uh, they're going to come up with? Right, I, well. I'm not
3: going to so. bring that idea. <laughs> I am already oh. foreseeing and what I am thinking is um, in... I don't, even, I don't even want to say it on air. I just don't even want to say it on air because it makes my stomach stick. But at the same time, I know it's coming. So they're
2: going to govern. You them. know
3: how you have a boater's license and you have to have a boater's license in the state of California. Now, if you if oh. you are under the age of 50 years old, because I, uh, they just changed it to 50, uh, five so if, you're, oh. if you're under, yeah, 50, oh, if you're under the age of 50 years old, you're required to have a boater's license All in the right, state of I'll California. Whereas, so you got to take a, um, I, I think it's a 25, 30 minute class online, reading a little thing, you take a little test, you print out your license, you got it. Um, which, is it okay. which, which is a well, waste. Which is a waste.
4: I don't think so. Making a person see the important stuff, Yeah, I then don't think education there. is a waste. And they're
2: out there hammering it over the dune and next thing you know, here comes Ed.
3: Well, whoa, I, that's whoa, whoa. what I'm foreseeing is some sort of of roaders license, Watching and how yeah, that's going to. They
2: govern the side by sides.
3: I don't know how they're going to govern it. That's I don't a know tough how one. they're going to. It's
2: easy. You sell it, and it can't go more than 35 miles an hour.
4: Yeah, that's good luck with that. Well, but but then, I, what I do think there is going to be... You say that. So
3: we're back to lawnmower you, motors in, but I'm just saying, and souping up lawnmowers. But i just Have you saying seen that golf the card?
4: government is
2: capable of doing some pretty crazy...
3: Yeah. And so, if they're
2: talking about
0: death...
4: We, we think it's likely that they're going to uh, require automobile driver's licenses to drive side-by-sides. We th- yeah. Right now, a, a 14-year-old can it, jump in and go.
2: That's right. right? I, you know, I completely
4: the, forgot. We haven't had an accident on the freeways in years. Yeah. Well, we had a 15-year-old <laughs> kill somebody without a license. <laughs> so a driver's recently. license is going to make... Th- and I watched a motorcycle head-on collision with Alan Klump years yeah. back, and he hit a 14-year-old kid. And Alan moved to the right of the trail, right? We he need drives your a car. opinions.
3: We go to a summit he, on August 23rd. If you have he any drives, recommendations, then hit us up, info at sdorc.org. The music has started. We have yeah, less than 30, 30 seconds, your so uh-huh. you're not going to get your timing out. Become a member of SDRC, $25. dollars you got, remember S- it. Org. We need your input. We need your membership.
1: Thanks for joining us for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit sdorc.org. That's sdorc.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. This program is
0: sponsored by Love Radio Network